Yo, Bob there got himself a new PC. Oh, did it now? I hear it can do 400 million BOGO MIPS, run spreadsheets all day, provide cover sheets for TPS reports, and browse the internets blendingly fast. Instead, he's been flossing and teabagging and 360 no-scope aimbotting. He certainly didn't learn that back in my day. Well, who taught him that? Why, the Lunch Crew Gaming Podcast. Welcome back. Brandon, Ken, how are you guys? Oh, right. Just peachy. Peachy, good, good, good. Peachy keen. I hear it's cold in Kenland. Is that true, Ken? Uh, correct. It is uh, below 60 degrees right now. <gasps> Dear God. That's that's Fahrenheit, not, not Celsius or Kelvin, for those that care about such things. Uh-huh. Okay. So that means... You can't wear shorts today, huh? I did not wear shorts today at work, no. Uh, we actually have a freeze warning tonight and tomorrow night, so, you know. Do, do you actually own pants? Yeah, I have lots of pants. Okay, guys, today's topic. Do you own pants? I mean, what kind of question is that? You live in a place where pants seem... Optional. I guess the, yeah, I wasn't going to say optional, <laughs> oh, but... Pants are always optional, my friend. So, uh, today's uh, topic is hardware. If you've never uh, built or never purchased your own PC or, or anything like that. We'll even talk a little bit about consoles and stuff like that. We're going to talk about what you, the listener, who may or may not be as savvy as, say, Brandon, um, will need. Not, I'm, not, I'm not that savvy. You're more savvy than I am, and I'm not really sure where Ken is. Uh, no offense, Ken. Um, Ken is more savvy than I am. <laughs> really? Okay. Networking wise, networking wise. Okay, oh. well, see, we're talking, we're we're talking PC hardware, and we're basically going to to give you uh, the the ability to know what you're looking for. It may not necessarily be the precise thing, but you're we're going to get you into the ballpark of what it means to build or buy or yeah, and and do you steal. even need to? So see, first and foremost, let's that's steal, uh, yes. Let's Just in know. case you happen to break into a Best Buy or something like that. Well, not that we condone that kind of thing. And not, yeah, shopping at Best Buy or even getting stuff from Best Buy is not necessarily the best way to go about. Well, if you're getting it for free, I mean, who, who's going to sneeze at that? It's Best Buy. <laughs> the Lunch Crew Productions Network knocking down theft, burglary, rioting, acts of war, or I don't know, something else, forgery. I don't know, whatever. However, we do condone malicious compliance. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's start it out here. Um, uh, okay, let's get our gym story out of the way. I think we have two. Uh, Brandon, do you do you have anything in particular you want to share about uh, hardware and Jim? Um, he is um, really he he likes to be on the cutting or bleeding edge of things. So so when you buy something new, he needs to top it, and it's 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 always fun to put him in a position where he has to buy something new. Um, I think we did that uh, the last generation of cards where um, a bunch of us got. Um, 1070s, 1080s, and stuff like that. So he rushed out and bought a 1080 Ti, uh, and then the next week, I think it was like the next week, the uh, the the Titans came out for that generation. And uh, what did he do? He put his um, 1080 uh, Ti on eBay, sold it, 
bought a friggin' Titan, and that's what he's running right now. But we're we're trying to pressure him into getting the the um, the Titan RTX, which uh, <laughs> is like two grand, two or three grand right now. Yeah, right. he should have it by the end of the week. Nice. <laughs> the uh, so I even have a gym story, and this is actually an, an all of us gym story, really. Um, back when we were all playing Artemis more regularly and Jim really, really loved playing Artemis. And for those that don't know, um, Artemis is a like uh, we really liked Star Trek type environments and everyone's sitting around the bridge and people doing different things. It's it's basically a game simulator based on that. So everyone has their own little control control screen. And this was uh, this was at your uh, land party that you had uh, last time that I the first one I went to. So it was like 10 years ago now. Yeah, that would be about right. Yeah. Yeah. So touch screens had just started and gotten inexpensive. And so we were really, really trying to get Jim to buy a bunch of touch screens so we could play Artemis and basically, you know, play like the uh, uh, Star Trek, the next generation with the touch touch displays and everything so he and never we did that close to do it. Yeah, well he thought about it but the problem is is that uh the problem is of the the people who spent a lot of money to be able to play star trek uh more realistically i believe that's uh well, i believe that's you and me ken uh with our vive uh headsets and virtual so reality i did not spend that money to play that game so no but but believe that is the game we play the most <laughs> It, not for me. I'm trying to think what the game I played the most was. Um, it was actually a, a populous kind of uh, world builder-y kind of godlike game. Um, and there's actually, uh, you know, just the, the general stuff like when you get VR. And this actually kind of dovetails into uh, hardware, but we'll get into the, the details later on like displays. And, you know, I guess we can footnote, do you even really care about VR today? Oh, the, uh, a lot of the, a lot of the experiences, like there's the blue whale experience and stuff like that, where it's just, they're basically just uh, toys for VR for lack of a better way of putting it. So, you know, it's the, Ooh, there's everything around me. And like the star Wars demos were kind of neat. Um, Beat Saber is were- truly awesome. It Bye. probably is the whole reason to have uh, VR is to play Beat Saber. Uh, I, I guess I never I never really got into music based games like Guitar Hero. So, well, it, it's really uh, it, you feel more like you're doing Jedi lightsaber training. So, right. but uh, well, let me finish with my Jim story. Uh, when Jim's wife has no, had noticed that they were a little uh, behind the eight ball with some of their sound system stuff, she reached out to my wife to talk to me about mentioning it in passing to Jim. And (laughs) it's awesome. Okay. The next thing I know after mentioning it, he went out and bought it. And so she was thrilled and he even knew, I even said, "Uh, Jim, I got to let you know, uh, your wife asked my wife to ask me to say something to you about it. And he's like, oh, man, oh, no. I'm not going to do it. And like I said, the next thing you know, he bought it. So that's uh, that's our that's our gym. I, I, I love that. Like, so we all know that we can kind of pressure mention Jim into buying, you know, newer anything, stuff. anything. But he, well, that's true. <laughs> but I love that his wife knows to come to our circle of friends to do that, to get stuff she wants. So yes. that's, that's hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was very funny. And, and uh, being that, you know, I, I work for Jim, being that I work for him, uh, we spend a fair amount of time in a professional environment. So, you know, I get a lot of chances to to put bugs in his ear about 
buying stuff. It's it's a heady power, very very heady. So uh, before we get into it, uh, Brandon, you got anything you want to say today? Um, there is a new Zelda game on the horizon coming up for Nintendo Switch sometime this year, and I am super super excited about it. I yes. cannot wait um, to play it. It's um, a remake of the Game Boy version. Oh my gosh. I loved that Game Boy version. Yeah, a Link to the Past, right? Is it Link to the Past? It's not a Link to the Past. It's um, um, not a Link to the Past. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. Um, You're so excited. You forgot all about it. No, no, no. Uh, I didn't forget all about it. It's You threw a Link to the Past in there, and that's that's not right. Um, it's uh, the one for uh, Game Boy Color. Link's Awakening. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's Link's Awakening, where he's trapped on an island and has to crack open an egg. It's great. It's a good, yeah. good. And it's the the art is really cute. And oh, yeah. if you've never played a Zelda game before, uh, this one looks like it'll be very accessible. Unlike Breath of the Wild, which which was a wonderful game, but it was uh, fairly complicated with the with the Switch controls. And, and being that it's a remake on the Game Boy Color, I would assume that uh, it'll be a little bit more simplistic with well, the button colors. Well, they did they did game. add some stuff um, that's that's very Switch like. Um, some of the, uh, some of the dungeons look a little bit enhanced to say the least, but you know, no matter what, I'll, I'll play it and compare it to the original. I still have the original right. if I can find my Game Boy Color. Hmm. Well, you could play them at the same time. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And you know what? We should Twitch stream that. That would be and fantastic. Comparison. Yeah. I don't know if so, I could play two Zeldas at the same time though. And uh, I, I, I think we have a challenge. So, uh, okay. it would be really cool if the, the games are exactly the same you could create one of those like mechanical things that actually operate both of them at the same time the exact same way so yeah (laughs) i think i think the monster ai might change things a little yeah probably so uh let's let's get into the opening shots uh anyone have an unpopular opinion that they want to share right now uh well uh we haven't really talked a lot a lot about it but uh i for one am glad that uh they have announced an atlas wipe so atlas being the arc kind of successor more piratey themed it's where i've been the last four months um <clears throat> and i wish i was joking but uh so it's an alpha game or early access as they call it today and they're like hey we need to wipe the world because it's a it's mmo ish and uh they're they're like we gotta wipe because we are changing some core mechanics and we're redoing the map and a lot of people are like uh but i think the initial shock was everyone was up in arms and then after some people had some time to think about it, they're like, oh, okay, it's actually not that bad. So I, for one, am glad that they're wiping. And uh, if you uh, got in a game that's in early access and you are surprised that they are going to do something like wipe or change core mechanics on you, then you need to go back and read what early access is really about. So basically the uh, user base uh, was just like any other gaming user base. I'm going to flip out. And then... Well, um, there's yeah, but really to, yeah, to be to be fair, there is this concept of the vocal minority, right? So it could just be a hundred people that are super up in arms, and a hundred thousand people are just like fine, whatever, and they don't talk about it. I, I I don't know whether it's representative or not, but you you hear about it, you see it, you know, so it exists. Well, I'll tell you what, I, I wouldn't mind at all if uh, they just kept wiping and it went away. So uh, let's see, we we as you may have noticed that we have been moving away from talking about topical things during these opening shots here. Uh, because of how quickly we roll these around and get them out to you. But there is something I want to discuss real quick, which is the video game Anthem. Anthem Anthem was Bioware's answer to Destiny. Destiny being Bungie, who also made Halo. 
which if you're not really following, it just basically is uh, a game a company. Clusterfuck? Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Well, well, no, let's, let's, let's under cluster before we over cluster. Yeah, okay. uh, it's basically a company came out, made a first person shooter that everyone loved. And then uh, they left that first person shooter to make a different first person shooter that became exceptionally popular. And so Bioware, another company came in and said, we can do that. And we can make it, uh, we can make a better story because Bioware is known for its story. Problem is they made exactly the same game and somehow made it even worse. Uh, there's, uh, there's low player base, meaning there's not a lot of players out there. Uh, they sold much fewer numbers than they expected to even, uh, less than their last game, which was the much maligned mass effect Andromeda. And now surprisingly, here's my unpopular opinion. That wasn't a bad game. It was a bad mass effect game, but it wasn't a bad game. Absolutely. Yep. I fully agree with you. Yep. Yep. And, uh, there were parts to it that actually, uh, were very enjoyable. Uh, but uh, if, if there's more than enough YouTube videos out there that talk about the facial, facial animations of the characters in Andromeda. And, and if you watch them, you'll, you'll see it's bad. So <laughs> one of the most interesting things coming out for PlayStation four users, and even some PC users is that crashes are happening that are returning people to their desktop or crashing their PlayStation. Is it a good game? No. Um, <laughs> well, I, no. I, I have to say, I have to say, I, I only played the demo. Actually, mm-hmm. I played the alpha and the beta and the demo for, a, I played the demo for about five minutes. And I was yes, like, you know, why am I, why am I wor- wasting my time doing the same shit again? Um, but in which, the alpha, which, wait, in the alpha I wasn't further, having fun. Before you go that? any further, you're saying, why should I do the same shit? That's exactly my thought. And I didn't play anything but the demo. <laughs> Tired and derivative and bad and well, I, I can't say that it's, it's too bad. I, I I really can't. The reason why I can't say that is because they have a ten year plan, a, oh, a ten year plan to make it better. <laughs> a ten year plan? They have a ten year plan. Seriously, they really do have a ten year plan. Um, wow, that, that is okay. Uh, on their list of pluses. Well, that, wait a second, um, wait a second, wow. wait a second. 10 years? Wait a minute. It is 2019. 10 years ago was 2009. Can you even think of a game from 2009? Right off the top of your head, right now. No, I can't actually. That's only because that's only because I play a lot of games. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, we just had a conversation with Ken about ARC. I'm sorry, whatever that, that ARC. No, Atlas. it can't be ARC. Oh, yeah, ARC. Pirate ARC. Um Pirate arc, yes. That we just talked about that 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 people leave because they get bored. A ten year plan. I'm yeah. sorry. If you come out World of, the of game, Warcraft. Ah, okay, but that was even earlier. World of Warcraft is 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 like heroin. Yes, it, and that's well, what yeah. their plan was. That's what their original plan was for Anthem, and they failed. Now, what pisses me off about Anthem? Here's what what angers me about it. They said they had a ten year plan. Yes, fine, that's great. It had been in development for six years. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. So they only got four years left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? That makes sense. Yeah, that's um, entirely reasonable for an MMO then is a, you know, a four-year plan. All right. Well, it's not really an MMO. Well, no, no, no. It, you can beat the game in, from what I've been hearing, about 40 hours. You can beat the entire game. And then you like have max level stuff, end game stuff, and then you're like 
you're done with the end game. So if you can beat it in 40 hours, what's calling you back to this game? There's nothing calling you back. The, the cosmetics and stuff that they sell, not really. Not not enough of an incentive there to to bring most people back to the game. So that's, okay. that's most of the reason why it's getting shit, because 40, there's nothing to do. 40 hours is kind of low, but it is still a decent amount of time to be able to play a game. No, no, no. Listen, it's enough time to play a game and beat the story. If you're right. talking about a looter shooter where the end game is where you're going to spend most of your time, 40 hours is not that long. I have 700 right. hours in Division. <laughs> yes. Okay. You're absolutely right. And, and we can talk about Division as well since it is I, – I think we have 40 hours in just the Division 2 demo uh, yeah. between – yeah, not even between the two of us. We probably I think have 40 hours of unreleased audio t- with you guys talking about the division. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. So, yeah. You're right. You know, there, there's a thing and I guess it's, it's per game. I mean, like uh fallout 76 was my, was my uh, guilty pleasure uh, despite the issues it had. And it, um, I got my time out of it more than 40 hours, but not much more. We but, may revisit but again. Here's the question. Here's the question. You 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 bring up Fallout 76. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Fallout 76. Did you complete all the quests and oh, no. make it to end game? No. No. no you didn't spend any time in the end game at all. Essentially, right? Right. I had. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This is this is Anthem. Forty hours. You're at end game, and you're getting you know the epic stuff that no one else is well not no one else because everyone is apparently getting it now but you're getting that those kind of drops and you're you're maxing out all of your stats in 40 hours that's ridiculous yeah but you didn't ask me if i had fun no no no. that's well yeah that that's relevant don't get me wrong but (laughs) as as a as a looter shooter the fun is in you know getting those things the fun is playing the game that's the other thing the game is um not fun. <laughs> Anthem, best, I mean. <laughs> the best looter shooter out there, in my opinion, is... You ready for it? Go ahead. Borderlands. Okay. I'm not going to... I'm not going to disagree with you. Um, for for the fun... For the, 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 the you know, uh, quick fun and everything like that, that doesn't mean games like The Division, which is also could be considered a looter shooter, but I think... The division is the loser shooter. Right. <laughs> I, I am waiting to see if Division 2 truly does unseat Borderlands. But Borderlands made me laugh a heck of a lot more than Division 2 does it because the Division yeah, 2 I, is I, just outrageous. They may be both the same depressing. style of game as far as being like looter shooter kind of games, but they're not the same game because the you know borderlands is halfway in the fourth wall and it's making fun of everything and it's more of a comedic feel style it's if i had to make a cereal box of fun borderlands would have lots of art on that Mm -hmm. um if i had to make a cereal box for uh you know, uh, Jack Ryan's murder O's or, you know, <laughs> anti-terrorism O's or something like that, that would be division. Well, Cause it's a more realistic kind of, you know, it's supposed to be more, you know, gritty gameplay kind of feel. So, well, okay. I, this is, this is how I would say it. I would say that, uh, borderlands is a visceral meat grinder and the division is an emotional meat grinder. It, it's, uh, 
you know, the pacing's completely different. But yeah, all right, they're, they're, but, okay, we're getting off topic on that one. Right. The point yeah. is, Anthem sucks. So okay, <laughs> we move on to the next thing. Now, there's something I want to bring up. I know neither of you guys are into this. This has to do with uh, the board game stuff. Um, I've talked about this before. There's a there's a, a Twitch channel called Critical Role. They are a bunch of voice actors who play Dungeons and Dragons. Well, they recently did a Kickstarter uh, to um, fund uh, a 22 minute uh, animated special of one of their, you know, their one of their campaigns. It was fully funded in under 45 minutes, and they were asking for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wow! Wow! Yep. For an it animated special. For an animated 22 minute special. How much are they paying themselves to do the voice work on that? They, I don't know. They, they didn't break it <laughs> wow. down. They, they do have production right. costs in there. Um, Certainly, yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. It, the thing is, is that it, it's it it started uh, yesterday. It has been let's see, 24, 20, 32 hours since, and it's currently at four point six million dollars. Again, they they wanted seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. There's right. almost thirty-five thousand. Yes, there is, and they are so shocked. They thought maybe, just maybe, they would hit. Let me see here, three million. I think. Yeah, they've thought, okay, if we get the $3 million, we can put uh, a movie-length animated movie together. That would be 88 minutes worth of animation. But they're like, we're going to have trouble getting to $750,000. So now they're scrambling to do stretch goals. Now, if you don't know what Kickstarter is, if if you hit certain mile markers and how much money's been pledged, these stretch goals happen. So basically, they said at specific amounts, they would add 22 more minutes or they would do other things to reward people for pledging. they're right now going nuts trying to figure out what more to do. Uh, they did a they did a, a a Twitch stream last night where they were going to be basically doing the the uh, Jerry Lewis uh, begathon. Oh, but right. At that point, it was almost three point five million, and they were just staring at the camera, going, but "We don't know what to do." Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. We don't know what else to do. So, if you're interested, you know, take a look at it. I, we don't we aren't sponsored by them, but. Uh, they really, uh, they do a great job with a, a local, uh, they're in LA. They do a great job with a local charity called A26LA, which helps uh, kids with, in after school specials. Uh, you know, not after school specials. Really? <laughs> Are they, they going to yeah, teach people yeah, yeah. how a bill works? No, no. What, what it is, is uh, what they do is they work with kids after school. Anchoring uh, for a hunk of cheese. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. After these messages, anyway, um, we'll be right back. They work with kids, underprivileged kids, or even just any kids that want to learn how to do more reading or play Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that. It is a, it is a fantastic group, eight two six LA, and they have them in other other uh, uh, cities as well, eight two six New York, I think. And so, yeah, it's just it's really cool. And you know, while it is not necessarily it's PG thirteen related. Uh, spicy language, much like we use. Um, and uh, yeah, so check it out. At the very least, um, you can see something visual. Uh, we'll have we'll have notes in the uh, in the show notes or a link to the show notes down below. That's that's my little piece here. And one more thing, uh, my family out here in Washington will be headed to Emerald City Comic Con. Nice and. Yeah, yeah, I'll be taking a lot of pictures and stuff like that. And um, are you dressing up? Uh, we Who thought are you about playing it. on. I, if I was going to, I would probably call, cosplay as uh, one of the characters from Red Dead Redemption Two, mm-hmm. because I, I have a very specific shape, and there's two of them that have that shape as well. Um, 
but one is bald with really long hair on the sides. Shower cap. What's that? Shower. Yeah. Yeah. Could do that. Um, or I could just get a top hat, which is what he wears. Uh, but he doesn't have facial hair and I have, I have a bit of facial hair. So the other one is, uh, would be great, but I don't have a suit ugly enough, uh, to wear. Um, that's what like goodwills and stuff are for. Oh, I I've been looking, I've been looking, if I could find one, I'd put it together in a heartbeat. So, but anyway, that's what we'll be doing. And, uh, all right, that should bring us into the intermission. Hey everyone, Ken here. Just a quick note that you can find our website at lunchcrewproductions.com. There you can find our social media, Discord, show notes, and of course, subscribe to our shows. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everybody. All right, well, we had a great time talking about hardware. I did that just to mess with Wes. Okay, so today's topic is... (laughs) teaching you the listener what you need to know to be able to make an informed decision on buying what it is you want to buy now of course we're going to assume that you're getting a gaming machine versus a work process machine because you know that pretty much is anything you could get a chromebook from walmart not that i suggest you do that uh and you can pretty much surf the web and do whatever you need to do. But today, we're going to be talking about all the systems that make up a PC and make you less afraid of going out and getting one. Thanks for the backup, guys. So Anytime. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. So there's there's a couple of parts. You know, there's the case, which is a lot of people call it the CPU, but that's another part inside. We'll just go with case for now. But if we slip up and say CPU... Those are pretty much well could they, be used interchangeably, but they aren't. That's the they are part. until they're not. Right, exactly. So it's the central, it's the processing unit. The central processing unit is something that's inside the processing. We'll just say case. So anyway, you got the case, and and in that case, you've you've basically with that case, you've bought yourself a Lego base, right? Yep. Sure. And then and then there's a thing that sits inside there that all the other stuff gets attached to, and that's the motherboard. And they call it a motherboard because the motherboard has daughter cards. You with me? Uh, do they? Yeah, I guess they. They yeah, I mean, they, they still are da- daughter cards. But I don't think anyone calls them daughter. Yeah, cards that's anymore. exactly it's right. Accurate, they didn't even but... call them that twenty years ago. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, I believe my <clears throat> my first computer, my IBM PS two. Um, Which, by the way, was what's up? The IBM uh, commercials are what Ken and I based our intro on. But go ahead. Yes, yes they were. <laughs> Um, my IBM PS2, it had a, an ISA riser card that was mm-hmm. called the daughter board. Mm-hmm. I do recall that because I took it apart so many goddamn times trying to make it faster. Yeah. <laughs> so well, that's that, why, that's yeah, why they're so called motherboards. That, I mean, back then, uh, dude, you could, you could probably throw that, you know, motherboard down the stairs and probably be totally fine. I wouldn't care. They're um, good. what I actually did to convince my mother that we needed to upgrade a lot is I, um, <laughs> And thankfully, she doesn't listen, so she'll never. You traveled to Denver with it (laughs) in your badge. No, 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 no. That that was a completely different box. Um, What I did, um, I took the um, the IDE ribbon cable from the hard drive, right, and uh, used razor blade to to strip out. um, (laughs) I basically pulled it apart and and pulled a couple of the pins, yes, to make it seem like something was wrong, and it worked quite well 
Imagine that. Yes, it works quite well. Who th- who to thunk? Sabotage Sharp. would have worked. <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> enough, uh, shove some sharp shit into your computer and see what happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Back I don't in suggest the day, it now. <laughs> well, back in the day of taking your Microsoft certified system or yeah, network engineer uh, test, uh, one of you get a you 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 have to sit in a a laboratory environment and troubleshoot what's wrong with the with the environment. And one of the people said that somebody had taken a razor blade to one of the uh, ethernet cables and just sliced it just enough to cause all sorts of issues. So that's yeah, razor they blades. Did that and in my, they did that in my, uh, my networking class. They were like, what's wrong here? And just Maybe that was you wall. who told me the story. I've been, <laughs> that's we've been friends for so long. I've actually forgotten who said what, at least I didn't say, yeah, well, you know, when I did it, <laughs> True. So, yep. so we have the motherboard, we've got the case, we've got the motherboard. There's uh, something that you have to plug into the wall and that's the power supply. Yep. And very we'll often talk- it comes with your case. Very often it does. And if you buy a system that's pre-made, there's something that you need to keep in mind. And we'll get to that in a moment. But again, remember power supply or the PSU. Power so, supply unit. That's right. On the motherboard, there are two other things you need to be worried about or be concerned about, not worried, concerned about. The one is the actual processor or what is truly called the CPU, the central processing unit, but we'll call it the processor. There is a lot of information out there. There's a lot of things that get tossed to you out there, but I'm going to tell you right now, the easiest thing to remember is i7. Right now, as the time this is recorded, an i7 is the one you want to buy. Now there's various levels of them inside there, and we'll get to that also when we talk about video cards, but that is, you don't want to go for i5, i3, or even something that may have a name you don't you don't recognize. If you don't recognize the name, leave it to people like Brandon or Ken or me to That's figure out. Yes, Citrix, yes, <laughs> yes. Now wait, now those weren't. No, not yeah, Citrix, Citrix. 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 Cyrix. Was it Cyrix? Yeah, yeah. Was Citrix was a program. Yeah. Cyrex and uh oh yeah, Cyrex I586 or something like that was the yeah. was yep. the processor at the time. That, that whole thing, that whole that whole thing in the 90s I, was amazing. The sad thing is I wanted one so bad for no reason at all. I really did. Because it wasn't Intel. Yeah, because it wasn't, it wasn't Intel. AMD. So but anyway, that's that's <laughs> the thing. If you're out there looking at a laptop, which by the way, don't uh or anything if it says i7 good to go now the next thing that to be to be aware of is memory also known as ram memory and ram you want a lot do not do not run a windows 10 system with anything less than 8 gigs of ram and i'm going to tell you 8 gigs of ram is painful so 16 is the bare minimum i would suggest for and if you're gaming 16 or above is the way to go so 16 gigs memory there and are- and the the price on the, the delta of memory to go up to the next tier is nothing where it used to be. It used to be super, super expensive. It's not as bad anymore. So get as much as you're comfortable affording and your motherboard supports. Right. Um, if you go and pass 32 gigs, you're probably going to find very, very few things that will be able to take advantage of all that memory. Eight nope. is a wash. Like like you said, if you're just running, running Windows 10, you're probably going to consume all eight of that. Yep. 16 to 24 is a probably a pretty good baseline these days. I would suggest. Yep. Yeah. It really makes a difference. Now, here's the thing you need to think about. Computers are a lot like cars. You can't grab something out of your Honda and shove it easily, shove it easily into your Chevy. Uh, if you do, you tend to have to make a lot of changes and 
then it becomes, is it truly a Chevy anymore? Or is it a Chevy chassis with a Honda? So just keep that in mind. There are aspects to memory and the CPUs, the processors that we're talking about that are definitely uh, specific to the, uh, the, the type of motherboard and everything like that. So just keep that in mind. It's again, buying a PC is a lot like buying a car and then buying the extra parts for the PC is a lot like buying aftermarket parts for your car. You need to, there's research you can easily do. You basically say, Hey, I've got this motherboard. What can I fit in it? And then you can follow to Amazon, Amano price or, or whatever. Yeah. Or new egg or anything like that. Well, um, like one I of will, the things I recommend when people are like, well, my, my CPU's dying or my motherboard's dying or my RAM's dying. I'm like, if you're going to buy one of those things, you might as well just buy all three at the same time. So that way they're compatible with each other. You don't have to worry about it. It, it just works better. And especially if you're on a, a longer term re hardware refresh cycle, like I am, I'm, I, I think I'm still running my, my uh, uh, third generation i7 from 20, uh, 2012. So I've been running this thing for 17 years or sorry, not 17 years, seven years. <laughs> wow. 17 years. That's a really long time. I'm feeling um, old. I, I don't even support 64 bit instructions. Um, <laughs> That's sorry, a joke. Nerd, nerd humor there. Um, yeah. So uh, at, at this point, the existing RAM I have is not going to really work. The enough has changed with computing in general. You're better off just buying all three unless you're just trying to say an individual thing broke. I just want to replace it with the exact same. You're probably okay. You can just but go buy that one part. Here's here's something that's very important to know. Uh, for the older listeners who remember the 90s and the early 2000s where it was like you bought a computer and next week it was obsolete. Obsolete. Yeah. Thank you. Well, uh, it was it too close is, to absolutely. That's but... <laughs> not necessarily the case because you've got your machine from 2012. I got my machine from 2014, I think. You know, and we just with some tweaks. What am I, job liver? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What, what, are, what are you running? How old is your machine? Um, well, let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. This will work. How old is your machine? My machine uh, technically is um, uh, the oldest discrete part. Yeah, the yeah. Oldest, what's the oldest part? The oldest part is not including like a case that will last forever. <laughs> Damn. Or the keyboard, or the mouse. No, actually, the or if you're still running like new. you know a full height three and a half drive or something like that, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, want to hear about yeah. that either. The oldest part is that SATA cable right there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the cable between the hard drive and the motherboard, just for you yes. people to know. Yeah. yeah, for those of you following along at home. So, all right. So, seriously, in, in to upgrade in, your PC nowadays, it's a lot easier than it used to be. You yes. just basically switch out the video card. Yeah, and then my video card is fairly new. Um, mm -hmm. I, because when Atlas came out, I wanted to experience the full amazing, amazing, you know, graphical things that it was Atlas. So my old previous video card got, uh, donated to, uh, someone else. And then, uh, I bought a new one, not in that order. Cause I, I'm not going to go a week without a you know, computer, <laughs> uh, video card. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. So you can, you can upgrade things like the video card. Cause that is like the, the way I think of it is that that's like a standalone thing, right? You can. You can put that video card in any almost any motherboard of a, of a fairly current generation, and you're not going to really have any problems at all. Um, this, this is stuff like the the memory, CPU, and RAM seem kind of always tied together because the standards will change enough in like a three year kind of life cycle that you might as well just replace everything. So well, yes. that brings us that brings us to the next system, which is uh, we'll, we'll talk about buying pre built. You go to Costco, 
Best Buy, some other place where you can Amazon or something like that. And you find a system that you're, you know, somebody, you know, has said passed off on and said, it's good. It's got the i7. It's got, you know, your 16 gigs or more of RAM, um, hard disk drive space. Now that's something we should talk about before we get into this. Um, there's two types. There's more, but the ones to worry about are two types. You, if you get a, a, what's called a solid state drive, um, they're fast. They're really, really fast. So fast. They're small (laughs) and expensive. Comparatively. Comparatively to the old, you know, uh, lunchbox style. Spinning. Spinners. Disc and platters. Yeah. Spinning, spinning rust. Yep. Uh, so, you know, you want a little bit of speed, you get the, you get the, the solid state drive, but blah, blah, blah. Or if you're really into it, you get a solid state drive to be your operating system drive and a, I, I actually highly recommend anyone do that. I um, highly recommend everyone do that. <laughs> yeah. Because if uh, you're, so if the fastest, the fastest, newest drive in your system should be your OS drive. Yep. That, that's just the, the, the end of it. Um, because it makes, it makes your whole system run faster. It just now, does. Now, be aware for those of you at home that is intermediate level work. It truly is simple as making sure it's got, you know, that is the only drive in there is your solid state drive. And it can be, you know, you can get a fairly cheap one, 500 gigs, which is not small, but it's not big for 60 bucks. And it may actually come with your system. You actually may get a terabyte one, uh, which is big. Um, (laughs) big ish. Yeah. With, with games nowadays, you could fill that up in no time, but anyway, you could get that. And then you're like, you know what? I want to get something bigger. So you can get a six terabyte, uh, uh, spinning spinner to to, to basically hold your pictures and and whatnot and, uh, everything along those lines. Yeah. And that kind of goes into like, you should have a semi honest discussion with yourself of, how much data do I store? Now, this is me. This is my like, hey, I'm a systems guy in my day job. But if you are really only going to, um, if you're only going to have a couple things, like you don't, you're not into video production. You know, you don't, you're not, you only have a couple games that you play and they're not super big. Maybe you don't need all that much space. Um, which case then you can not buy as much hard disk in the beginning, be it solid state or traditional spinning hard drive. Um, but you can always add additional disk capacity later down the road in most cases. Um, yeah, hard drive space is one of the easiest things to expand on because you've got all sorts of ways to expand it. You've got um, internal with the SATA and NVMe, um, and then you've got external with USB um, and uh, what is it? Firewire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Firewire, or Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. Well, there, yeah. there's someone out there uses an Apple. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. Maybe. So but, space. Yeah. space really really uh big yeah <laughs> billions billions no the the you know, data saving is a really cheap thing nowadays you can get a very large usb drive you can get um uh, a portable hard drive to put stuff on um the uh, if if you okay here's here's something the, the something i think we should have said solid state drive is basically like a giant usb stick that sits in your computer yes so, or if you want to think of it as a different way, it's a stick of RAM that you plug into your computer right. that doesn't. There's no moving parts. Yeah. So, so but so, anyway, and they're considered ahead. very reliable. Um, there is some long term. By long term, I mean like over five years. You have to worry about the reliability a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but that has to do with internal mechanics of how they work and you know wearing down of the the individual you know bits inside of it um originally when solid states came out everyone was super paranoid about the number of write cycles which is just basically uh for the listeners that aren't into this it's basically how many times you can you like write a file to it kind of thing uh, that causes wear on an SSD. But over time, when people got more and more and more of them, they realized that their concerns were way over the top and they last way longer than anyone really anticipated. So you really don't have to worry people. about it anymore. And there's enough tools like that, trim and stuff like that that automatically run in Windows and stuff for you. So. so basically, what we're saying is that anything you buy, you can, as long as you you pay attention to the the, the, the size of the memory, the type of processor i7 and that's about it and and from there you can upgrade for many many years especially Mm -hmm. if all you're worried about is the video card or tossing in more space uh hard drive space as needed so you could probably tell at least brandon and myself maybe even ken we run something called a franken system which is we bought it one way and over time whether we built it or purchased it pre-built we've changed it into something else. I, I guess, what's that? Theseus's ship type. Is it still the same computer? Because nothing the same is the same that's in it. Right. Um, well, so if that's the case, then technically I still have the first computer I ever bought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seriously. But no, the, the idea is that, you know, whatever you buy, as long as you make sure you've got basic stuff, you can make it work for a long, long time. And that didn't used to be the case. Um, that's why I am not a laptop person because laptops, you pretty much can't upgrade. You're buying a snapshot in time and I, you know, laptops are work things. They're not play things. And honestly, unless you have a very specific use case, if you have a desktop, like your, your laptop is not going to be your only computing device. Uh, I wouldn't even recommend buying a laptop. I'd get something in, more inexpensive, like a Chromebook or something, if you're yeah, comfortable with that. Web, or even a tablet. Or, yeah, or, or a tablet that you can get a, a keyboard on if you're in that kind of thing. And that's really what a Chromebook ends up being because they're generally going to be less expensive. You're still buying that snapshot in time. So your laptop may last you a long time, but it's not going to last you anywhere near as long as you could probably have a... a and you know, and that Chromebook is pretty much like disposable. Penny. You know, it's 150 bucks. I mean, that's 150 bucks, but... Yeah, I, I got a slightly nicer one because I wanted uh, some very specific things out of it, but yeah. And and a Chromebook, you throw everything we've said out the window. You know? Yeah, you, you, just, go, you just go buy a part on the shelf. Yeah, it's basically... And then you don't have to do anything else to it. Yep. So... so a Franken system, which is what we're talking about, is where we have taken all the parts out and added new parts in, replaced, upgraded, whatever. Something to be aware of. If you go out and buy a pre-built system, it's just like, well, the the people who make them make sure they put the low, the smallest amount of effort into making sure everything runs. So like the power supply will just be enough to make sure there's enough oomph to run everything that they put into it. So if you make a change, you're definitely going to have to change that power supply. Um, you want to put a, a beefier video card in. Yeah. You're going to need a better power supply. You know, um, you want to add a whole lot more discs to it. You're going to need a power supply, a bigger power supply. And that's just because they design to a specific level and they say, okay, we're only going to need 500 watts or 250 watts used to be, you know, and then you, but you get a video card that's going to need quite a bit more. And so you have to, again, so a Franken system, any, any pre-built system can become a Franken system fairly easily. 
as long as you, you know, do just a little bit of research on it. Everything you could need to know, as long as you know the model number, you can go onto Google and find it. And it is, if you can't find it, uh, like say the manufacturer's uh, <laughs> is not necessarily fluent in English, there's somebody out there who's looking to do the same thing or has done the same thing you've done. Well, uh, gosh. Well, we kind of touched on power supplies. Uh, do you want to touch on video cards? Yeah. Okay. There are two companies right now that make video cards. Well, two notable companies. Matrox. Yeah. Two notable companies. Voodoo. <laughs> Food. Wow. And Matrox. And Matrox. That's right. Those are the... Right. No. Okay. You know what? They're not even two companies that make it. There are two companies that have a specific architecture that other companies build cards around. <laughs> that is true. But, so, but it effectively, it comes down to But they actually do make them. Though, so. They do make them, though. Remember, NVIDIA has their Founders Edition cards, which are made by NVIDIA. Oh. And AMD has their whatever the fuck they're called. But they're specific. I mean, they design the board. They do all of the, the hard work. And they so, produce the chips. So video cards nowadays are basically a Ford and Lamborghini situation. I'm sorry, Ford and Chevy situation, uh, where if you are in one camp, you think the other camp's a bunch of mouth-breathing mongoloids. And if you're in the other camp, that's what you think of the first camp. So there are reasons, there's pluses and minuses on on both cards, uh, whether it be software support, whether it be uh, how the company you know, handles privacy, whatever. It, there's there's reasons. Now, hardware-wise, again, NVIDIA and AMD, those are the big ones out there. And right now, I think NVIDIA, this this was a huge thing throughout the, the 90s and 2000s. Which one? Ooh, we can't wait for the new AMD. Oh, we'll wait till NVIDIA comes right now. Well, in, not, in the 90s, you had a, additional companies. Yeah, 3DFX. Like we mentioned. Yeah, um, Voodoo and, and those series yeah. of cards, yeah. And, um, I was a Voodoo guy. <laughs> I, my, uh, my voodoo banshee was fantastic i loved it i started with the uh, reva 128 so i've been an invita guy through and through it just Ugh, ends up that way that's uh, too bad i i, I understand there were the, the 3d effects cards were top of the line back in the day i just couldn't i just didn't have access to them so yeah it was actually surprisingly my local um what was it uh not eb games what the hell electronic yeah electronics boutique was the oh the yeah eb yeah it was before they yeah. became eb yeah yeah. Um, they actually had a display. You know, you get your, your Voodoo 2, your Voodoo 1, and then the cheap Voodoo Banshee. And I was like, well, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Banshee it is. <laughs> and, this is. and this is back in the time where everybody looked like uh, the, all the computer graphics looked like Lego knockoffs. You know, they're blocky and, and we blurry. loved it. God damn it. Oh, it was I great. Really. Don't get me wrong. But it's just, you know, looking back at the lovely bit bump maps and whatever mm -hmm. nowadays mm -hmm. all of it was great um what, what actually threw me threw me to the nvidia wolves was the uh introduction of water in morrowind oh, oh yeah. i remember that it was it was oh, yeah. like revolutionary i saw it and i was just like nope nope i i came home and you know it's a good thing my wife doesn't listen to this um i uh <laughs> told her <laughs> that uh the company that makes my video card went out of business because actually i think they had um, Voodoo, right? And, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I absolutely had to get a new one right away. There was going to be no more support and it was going to shut off my computer. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily. Oh, I'm oh, sensing man. a trend here. <laughs> Luckily, she's not too computer savvy. So I got away with it. <laughs> I, you know, I would like to say that maybe she just loved you so much that she saw that's just <laughs> the thing that you wanted badly. 
So she was like, okay, we'll let Brandon have this one. She's a very intelligent person. I can't imagine that she hasn't been with you long enough to know, oh, shit, he's lying through his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she knows. knows. Okay, all right. That's what I figured. I was was getting a little concerned there. But that was the lie that I told to spend that money to get get that card. (sighs) It was all true up until it's going to shut my computer down. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, maybe it would when you keep trying to like make the water effects like they are and it exactly. crashes your computer well, all the time. Or when you take a razor blade to the capacitors on the video card. <laughs> yeah. It's been working for you so well up until that point. I, I won't mention how many times I've gotten upgrades due to me just being, you know what? I need something new. Let me break something. I will not mention how many uh, times. You, this, is, this is true with more than just computer stuff I'm beginning to realize with you. So uh, let's let's so again basically uh, if you put the same percentage of money into your computer every month that you put into your car and I'm saying percentage you know fuel oil whatever if if you in over a year's time you can't take the money that percentage of money that you put into your car and you put it into your computer your computer will never ever go out of date true so a computer is not a fire and forget type thing. If you use it as a tool, like you use your vehicle, but if it's something to do, you know, just surf the web or something along those lines. Yeah. All right. Fire and forget, you know, you can, you can get yourself a Chromebook, like we said, or a tablet with a keyboard, whatever, or you can use or get something else, uh, like a, like a console, like a Xbox or, uh, a PS4 or, uh, a PlayStation or a steam link, which is, a which yeah. I thought yeah. Steam Link you needed a computer for. You do need a computer for. Well, the, yeah, the, you know, so we'll take Steam Link the, off the list on that one. So the Steam Link you need a computer for because it's basically just a uh, relaying device for your existing computer to attach it to a, a television. You're thinking the uh, Steam Boxes, Steam which boxes, are basically yep, consoles. Yep. And I don't know if anyone's actually selling them anymore as a no. thing. No, uh, uh, Valve stopped making them. Yeah, Valve has a really nasty habit about how they treat their hardware long term and it's just yeah. kind of like we well, made some stuff come get it and then they kind of like day yay you know yeah. oh you mean we have to support this you mean we have to do yeah. boring work yeah we're not doing exactly. anything boring yeah so but Except anyway not make half-life three <laughs> or any games that people want to play um we never actually did cover the video cards just so you know i just want i want to point that out oh, well, we went off on a tangent we yeah, went off that's true we do that okay well <laughs> Okay, but I'll, let me finish up with the, the stuff like that. If you want a fire and forget solution, get yourself a console. You'll be able to play pretty much the games that are out there now. There will be some dif- differences, uh, but a fire and forget solution that is also a media center. That is also, you know, you can you can do your Twitters, you can do your your Twitches, whatever. You can get just just get a gaming console, and that'll do everything you want. But if you want a bleeding edge type deal, you get yourself a PC, your Franken system, and now we'll talk back about video cards again video cards yeah two major companies amd um who make uh the radeon line of uh, video cards and you have nvidia which makes their um a geforce line of cards and uh Um, currently right now go ahead i was about to say we should mention just because it is commonly seen in places the intel video graphics which is basically uh graphical uh 
hardware that is built into the CPU, CPU. processor. Yes. It is going to be as a, if you're looking for a gaming system, you do not want to really rely on it. You want to avoid that like the plague. Yes. <laughs> it will it, not even get you by. It will play games horribly. Uh, they will look horrible. They will run horrible and you will hate yourself. Yes. And so, it actually will slow do down your PC because it shares off of the RAM that's in your yes. system. Yes. If you got the bare minimum, yada, yada, yada. So, Intel is basically budget. Well, truly yeah, budget. In, Intel video cards are truly budget. You can also get AMD cards that way, um, shared with the with the processor. Um, again, don't do it. You will hate yourself in the morning. Yeah, get get a uh, standalone, not a standalone, it's but get a yeah, get a dedicated video card. Yes, if you're gonna so here's use a price it point. Shoot for no less than a hundred bucks for the video card. Um, I would actually put that a little bit higher. Actually, I'd, I'd put it a lot higher, but then again, I'm completely different. Um, I, I would I, actually say spend as much as you're willing to spend. I would well, say the, the most expensive things in your system, if you're, if you're building a system by, uh, from scratch, um, let's say this, the most expensive things in your system should be number one, you should spend the most money you can, um, on the processor. You have the beefiest processor you can buy. And then secondly, have the best motherboard that money will afford you and then have the most RAM that you can afford and then the best video card that you can buy that you can buy with after that, everything else is, you know, can be <laughs> can be worked on. It is thoroughly possible to build a very good machine for under a thousand dollars. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. So, so there we go. We've got the, we've got the low end at about three fifty, and the high end of course would be close to 1500 to $2,000. Basically what I'd spend on my computer. <laughs> right. <laughs> I did not spend that much on my system. I would probably be halfway between those two. Uh, so those two, uh, since those we're talking about points. dollar people, when people talk about dollar figures on systems, do you usually include the price of your displays like monitors? No, I, no, no, I do not because okay. I have used monitors uh, for decades <laughs> yep. See, uh, I, until I, I can find that. a sale and get myself a, a nice screen. I currently run three screens right now. Okay. Are they One, 1440 or 4K no, screens? No, they're new. 144 they're new. Hertz. They're not 4K. Yeah, I've how, got how many a, P's? Uh, I, I, they've peed all over the place. They're, I've got <laughs> a, a, a large widescreen monitor. Uh, mm -hmm. as my main and i've got two um uh, 22 inch 24 inch so i think there's a there's a, a 27 is the, the wide and that's corner to corner and the other the other two are 22 and they're up above and so no i i i definitely definitely do not count the cost of monitors in that but at the same time with some judicious shopping you know you can get one you can get a nice monitor for 150 you can get a good monitor for hundred and you can get serviceable monitors for 60 or $70. It all depends on, and, and then you got, there, there'll be places where you can find them for, you know, really good monitors for really cheap, depending on sale and whatnot. So no, I don't count monitors. Yeah, because so I don't know if I, I personally I would ever use a monitor that's under a hundred dollars because, uh, like you, I will run a monitor and monitor until I have some reason to replace it. Like it dies. So um, I got to tell you about October. Okay. <laughs> um, October, there was a sale on this really nice Acer monitor that I wanted. Um, how, how many P's? Wait, it's a 1440p. It's a 1440p, 144 hertz. Before nice. you go on, yes. so I'm assuming you got the monitor. What did you do to I'm the old monitor? Right 
<laughs> okay. So what did you do to the old monitor to be able to get the new one? <laughs> okay. That's why I said I'm going to tell you about October. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so what? In July, I bought a 1440p 60 hertz monitor that was okay. And I was like, all right, this is nice. But it wasn't, it wasn't popping. It just wasn't great. Right. Um, and I paired that with my, my old Acer monitor that I've had for, I want to say close to six years. It's a, uh, it's, it's got, it's one of those weird widescreen ones. It's not 1080p, but it's a little bit, it's just weird. Anyway, right. right here, right. no, there. Uh, it's it, like it the came out in weird time GA or whatever. Yeah. 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 It's, it's full HD, but it's higher than full HD, but less than 144. It's one of those resolutions in there. Um, so I, I'd not necessarily run into problems with it, but it wasn't widely supported um so anyway uh i ran a test in front of my wife showing um that it was cracked one of those lovely things and all of a sudden i had a new monitor it was amazing i don't know how it happened wait wait a second wait a second wait showed that it was cracked was it yes it was one of the pictures that oh that's brilliant (laughs) that is brilliant okay yeah Yeah, it's a good thing she doesn't listen to this because uh, exactly Exactly. I'd have to send this thing back. It's a really nice monitor too. It's it's now got free. It's it had free sync. Um, now it's got G sync. So that's great. Yep. They're so, semi united now, right? On the yeah. whole So thing. here's the thing about monitors. If you find yourself with issues of eye strain or something like that, you definitely want to spend the money to get a better monitor. If you find yourself not really having that issue or, you know, or if you've told yourself that you really do see it flickering at anything less than 60 Hertz a second, you know, go out and get a new one. Otherwise, you know, monitors are monitors. That's my take on it. Now, I think Brandon would disagree. I do disagree. Um, if you're gaming, <clears throat> if you're gaming and you're pushing your system to the limits, um, know that the 150 frames per second that your computer is capable of can't be displayed on your 60 hertz monitor. It will only show 60 pictures per second. It's a 60 hertz monitor. So you want something better than that if you are pushing your system to the limit. So, you know, if you're spending that money, you might as well spend the money. My understanding is for gaming at 4K is just don't bother at this time. Yes, I, I completely agree. If you're if you're going to game, game at 1440p because it it's 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 pretty enough that you don't have to t- toss on like anti-aliasing and all that other stuff, which is something that we're not even going to cover. <laughs> yeah, just um, forget that he said that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you don't have to turn down any of the any of the bells and whistles, mm-hmm. and it still runs pretty quick. And you can run it, like if you've only got a 60 hertz, 144, uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, if you've 14. only got a 1440p 60 hertz monitor, then it still looks good. Yeah. And not not that I'm saying that, 1440p 60 hertz looks terrible because i you know broke my monitor or upgraded (laughs) (laughs) at least you didn't actually physically damage it that's good that's true it's sitting in the closet right now actually no it's hooked up to my server so (laughs) it's still sitting in the closet yes hooked up to your server Uh, yes um but i'm not saying that looks good because honestly anything 1440p right now looks fantastic yeah and and the the reason that is is the amount of uh video card that you have to purchase to be able to get the same uh, playability, the the frames per second, so it doesn't look choppy on a uh, 4K monitor versus like a 1440p monitor or a 1080p monitor is significantly higher because for our listeners at home, you're not like doubling the display space. You are like 
quadrupling, quadrupling and more the display space. So it's that much more that the your video card has to push out every time it redraws the entire screen. Which is a couple of hundred times a second, hopefully. So with all that said, a top-of-the-line monitor won't do you any good if you didn't get yourself a top-of-the-line graphics card. Not only graphics card. Yeah. Um, or memory. Or or even even a motherboard. That can if, your system, if your system is not beefy enough to push out high frames, then you're you're not going to do... Well, see, that's the, that's the problem with uh, the monitors. Um, a high... A high refresh rate monitor is always going to look good. <laughs> I mean, right now at, at my desk, I have my 60 hertz 1440p, which is um, I use for nothing, um, and my 1440 uh, 144 hertz. Everything looks cleaner and crisper on the 144 hertz. Every single thing. Hmm. I browse on it. I do everything. The only thing that I have on my other monitor is my Discord and icons that's it okay well that should bring us into our next thing hey, <laughs> hey guys uh what do you think about macintosh or apple computers for gaming what's that okay that answers <laughs> that question so i have made the conscious conscious decision that after windows 7 is no longer supported and i can't run it anymore that i am not interested in going to windows 10 which means i have to go do something else and it'll probably be linux um mac and apple linux uh, gaming and Linux gaming are kind of tightly interwoven because they're base, basically both. Uh, it pretty much just comes down to they're not Windows, um, and they're kind of close in the the underside uh, without getting into technical stuff. Um, so more and more Macintosh uh, systems or Apple systems are being supported because Apple's are growing in popularity. Um, a lot more people are using them for whatever reason. I I don't know what those reasons are, but. I'm sure I could ask somebody and they'll tell me all about it. Um, so uh, if you're interested in being primarily a gamer, uh, you probably don't want to go with either a Linux or an Apple system for gaming um, because there's a lot of compat a lot of games you'll just never be able to play. There's a growing number of games you will be able to play, but uh, a lot of the big developers are not interested in making sure that their games run as well on uh, uh, other alternative operating systems. So in general, uh, if you're going to be a gamer, just stick with Windows today. And then maybe two, in the future, that'll change. Two things that I want to bring up. First and foremost is the architecture of an Apple machine is exactly the same as the architecture to a Windows machine. Mm -hmm. it, today uh, it is, yes. Today. And it, it might change in the future. It might not. Um, but the thing is, is that it's the software that runs that is different. Second thing is Linux gaming, first and foremost, Linux gaming for Ken would be perfect because no AAA games on it. Um, but two, that... Well, I wouldn't have to worry about you people trying to get me to play Ubisoft games. Anyway. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But number two is that there are a heck of a lot more um, options on a Linux, which is just the operating system, uh, a, a Linux gaming system than there were not just two years ago. So Linux as a gaming system, which is nice because it is so slim. It doesn't have bloatware and it's, you, you, you could run on four gigs of memory. You know, it is really, really kind of nice. There are distributions of Linux that are designed just purely for gaming. And it's but pretty I, darn impressive. But I wouldn't recommend as a someone new, new who's user. not, as a new user, I would not recommend it unless by gaming, you're just interested in, you know, web-based games or, like playing solitaire or, you know, a very small set of games in general. Either if you're, if you want to play the Fortnites, the call of duties, 
the divisions they, they you're not Linux you're not doing it on Linux. No, they, you really can do that it's it's possible um, okay with that said it is not necessarily the easiest thing in the world to to yeah, get get yeah you have, to, you have to be uh much more tech savvy the barrier to entry is much higher it 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 is it is and it isn't as an end user linux can be just as interchangeable as windows mm-hmm. uh as a installer it's not as easy it, it it so if if you have somebody else to set it up for you odds are yeah all right you're fine you you know if you're not somebody who's chasing down the next AAA game, if you're perfectly happy playing the games like, say, Civ or something along those lines, Linux may be the way to go for you. It may be ultimately cheaper. So it, and this is this is all stuff that's changed in the last year and a half to two years uh, with with some of the focus that's been happening with Linux. So it's pretty it's really interesting. And, and the only reason why the only reason why I even know that is because I was exploring the idea of building a main cabinet and I have a NUC, which is a intel little computer um it stands for next unit of computing it's basically a small form factor uh pc it uh was it's a very interesting little device and uh it was i did a lot of exploration on it and of course i don't have a main cabinet so that should tell you how successful it was um (laughs) but there's also something else called a raspberry pi which is a tiny little computer uh basically like a cell phone um computing that you can do a lot with as well. It's, it's more powerful than many computers from the last 10 years ago and it's tiny and I think 60 bucks gets you a whole brand computer. So it's, it's very fascinating. Can you make a gaming computer out of it? Yes. Can you make one that will play the games that Ken was saying, you know, the uh, calls of duty or or whatever? No, (laughs) I'll say that right now. So so for our listeners, uh, do you want to give them a quick explanation of what a MAME cabinet is? Yeah. Okay. A main cabinet is, um, oh, I can't remember what MAME stands for, uh, multiple arcade something emulator. And what it basically it, that is, is allows you to, um, if you legally own copies of them, you're, you can take these, these, oh, I can't think of the names of them now, the ROMs, the ROM files that for arcade games and play them basically on the, the program. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, the coin op stuff, uh, when you would go to the arcades and stuff like you can make a cabinet in your room to play um, all the games you remember from as a, as a kid growing up, Pac-Man all the way up to gauntlet to um, house of the dead, anything you can think of, you can play it. And, and there's a thriving, thriving subculture in computer gaming, just that allows you to do that and play those, those games. Also main cabinets tend to also share time with um, console emulators for like Nintendo, Atari, Vectrix, all the, all the games uh, from, yesteryear that we can plug into it and of course there's also a development crew that trying to make um emulators for the modern games the xbox 360 the xbox one playstation 3 etc uh the wii uh, switch you know there's there's basically people want to say hey we can make this and we can port it onto a pc versus using uh, a console in many ways it's no it's in no way cheaper in fact it's more difficult than just going out plopping down 200 bucks and getting yourself a Nintendo switch or going to a used store and picking, you know, sending down 50 bucks and getting yourself a dreamcast or something like that. But again, it's like one of those things. It's like those people who love uh, the Volkswagen Vanagons. Why? I don't know, but they just do. They love living in them. They love fixing them up and it's, you know, they throw money at it or a bus for that matter. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it's just, it's a hobby. And that's what a main cabinet would be. You know, once you realize 
I could either build this big cabinet that looks like an arcade thing, or I could just sit at my computer and play it. It kind of loses, you kind of lose a lot of steam about it. So, uh, gosh, guys, I think we pretty much covered anything. Let's, uh, you know, let's run into the next intermission. Welcome back. Super quick summary content, well, etc. Remember, i7, large enough power supply, 16 gigs or more of memory, RAM, a nice video card made by NVIDIA or AMD. Correct. And not Intel. And not Intel. Don't get a laptop. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, seriously, um, you know, i7 is the way to go with your processor. And uh, you have any questions, I mean, find somebody uh who you can trust to talk to with uh, computing stuff and ask them hey what do you think about this uh really go into your your computer buying with a budget you can get decent computers for cheap but the cheaper you go the more you'll spend down the road that's very okay. true you can send us a message but we don't suggest it <laughs> yeah because you'll end up with a copy of blood and bacon exactly <laughs> you will absolutely where you live and the then internet. and then you can test your blood and bacon or yeah test blood and bacon on your new machine and if we it should... runs, you've done something wrong. <laughs> we we should come up with a uh, hardware performance metric based on, on blood, blood and bacon. bacon. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yep. You know, I, I hope the developers of that game. <laughs> nice. I, I hope the developers of that game don't be like, you know, guys, stop talking about our standards. <laughs> because just the amount of comedy. That's yeah. It's the worst game I've ever played. Um, and I'm happy to share that misery with anyone, anyone guys, let's go into our, our all discussion argument topic, uh, which is build your perfect video game advertisement. Say you've got a video game and you want to grab everyone's attention. How do you do it? I'm pretty sure I could guess how Brandon's going to do it. He's going to break something and show everyone <laughs> it's broken. So they'll buy a new game. <laughs> this is one bacon. It's broken. This is why I need division two. <laughs> exactly. You know what? That's actually probably close to, to some some of his thinking on that, right, Brandon? No, I purchased uh, Division Two with full. No, she didn't know. Never mind. Um, oh, <laughs> I had to ask. I didn't. I didn't ask. Too. I mean, I didn't ask. I I kind of told her that I was thinking about it, and that was two months after I had already done it. So there's that. <laughs> I like how you came on strong with the. I told her. That I was thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I've met his wife. That's a smart way of handling her on that. Fair enough. Exactly. So no, seriously, what, what would you do? Would you try to be as accurate as possible or would you do pre-rendered stuff? What, 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 what they call bull shots, which are just made up images. Um, I Say would you actually, needed to sell blood and bacon. How would you, I would it? have, I would have an open beta. <clears throat> I would have an open beta over the course of probably a weekend or three, like three uh -huh. weekends. Would the game be in early access while you do this? Um, I don't think I would sell it at that point. Oh, that's um, one up on Atlas. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, that there's prior expectations from there from anyone who's been paying attention from art. So, <laughs> I mean, that that's, that's pretty much how I would do it. I would show the community for the game that this, hey, look, play this game. See if you like it. Tell me what you think is good. Tell me what you think is bad. I'll work on it. And then 
you know, next month we might have another a beta or whatever. And then, you know, you tell me some more and stuff like that up until release. Would, would you actually would make free. any changes? Uh, absolutely. Um, depending on the, on the game and how difficult it, it would be to make certain changes. I would well, absolutely. Okay. Like I said, what if blood and bacon was the game you had to do oh. a video game advertisement for? Oh, well, <laughs> don't buy this game. Exactly. It would just be like, no. And would... people would buy it. People would be like, I gotta get this. <laughs> no. I would, I would buy a 10, 30 second Super Bowl spot. <laughs> I just have a picture of blood and bacon with a giant, like, do not this sign game on top of it. will blow your mind. Do not buy this game. And people would be like, I gotta get it. And they'll try it. And they're like, it. wait a second. We shouldn't have bought this game. I want my money back. No, no, you yeah, don't understand. Be we like, told you, <laughs> don't buy the game. Uh, and so you did though. anyway. Consider it <laughs> a learning thing. If we're telling the truth. That no is. game can be this bad and show like actual images of in-game. This is absolutely what you're going to see. Don't you buy. Could, you could purposely pre-render down footage. and. and... <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it looks like someone smeared Vaseline all over the screen. That's how I got to get yeah. that. Uh, so I am not probably the best person to try and do something like market a game because eh, I'm not good at marketing. Hence, uh, why we have, we love you, dear three listeners. Um, <laughs> but it's the reason why we have three listeners, not probably 300, but you know, Hey, anyway, that and um, we force blood and bacon on them. Well, that too. Yeah. We, we haven't, we haven't built up our reserves of blood and bacon copies sufficient enough to start using uh, ransom extortionware to <laughs> if you do not listen you will receive one copy of blood and bacon for every week you do not listen to the lunch crew gaming podcast um no i mean i would keep it honest if there's so if there's like pre-rendered cutscenes, i'm okay with a game showing those um i'm not okay with games showing pre-rendered scenes that are in lieu of in-game footage which that happened too. Yeah, that happened a lot in many years ago. There was a big thing. A lot, lot of the games did it, not just Killzone, but Killzone, I think, got dinged on it really heavily. Which is why they call them bull shots. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, it would just be, hey, this is the game. Sure, you could do some, you know, exciting marketing voiceover type things. Exciting you know? marketing voiceover type thing. In a world where this game will rock your socks off. You know, it will make um, you your uh, whatever. In a world where there's not enough blood and not enough bacon, <laughs> get um, ready for blood and bacon. <laughs> now, now I'm really waiting for the sequel. Uh, I I believe they are making a blood and bacon too. Blood and bacon too. More bacon. Oh my god. Well, the, they're apparently like you know their Google search results have gone up. You know, tremendously, they've doubled <laughs> since we started talking about it. Doubled, yeah, absolutely. I've done it once, and maybe you've done it once. So, yeah, doubled. Uh-huh. And I think probably each of our dear listeners has probably looked up at once, going, "What the heck is this game again? Why do people keep talking about it?" Um, no, I mean, I, I would just try and represent it honestly, and and hopefully, I am trying to uh, again build this a game. G- sucks. Build a game advertisement for an actually good game. Um, I mean, if you're trying to build a game advertisement for a game that isn't good, uh, then you have to do stuff like pull shots. You have to make up stuff. And, you know, you're also uh, it, to, to, to be Debbie Downer here. I mean, generally, the marketing department has to start working on their content based on stuff they've received well before the actual game release. Mm-hmm. So oh, how is that? There a could be, that's, that's, you know, that's they, just how it works. 
there could be there could be features that you're showing in that game that never made the final cut or end up in a DLC and now all your consumers are angry because you know hey we were said we could get this but now you're selling it for another 1995 and hey so, the Ubisoft way uh, a lot more than just Ubisoft but yeah but yeah I was so. you know what come on man I was setting up a nice softball for you to smack out of the park and you're like nope actually there's more than one yeah so this is uh <laughs> yeah 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 no okay so there's no real easy way to sell a bad game that doesn't make you look completely dishonest unless you're going to be completely honest and use that as a reverse psychology yes don't buy this game seriously it sucks yeah all right i mean there's shockingly even though i kind of i bought it because it was like 14 cent and steam at one time so that's how i ended up with it yeah found found that much walking down the street that day so i figured why not exactly (laughs) It's so cheap. You'll find out why. Well, there we go. I mean, I, I guess that uh, that gives us uh, our perfect video game advertisement. Try to be <laughs> honest unless you can't. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Well, I figured this would be a little bit of a spicier conversation. You know, we're all in agreement. How do, how do we sell blood and bacon? We don't. We, we shove Give it down it people's throats. <laughs> <laughs> Shoveling it away. Hey. Exactly. We are the biggest consumers of blood and bacon. <laughs> you would think we developed the game. That is, we did not, nor are we sponsored by whoever yeah. the heck. Thank that Christ game. we're not sponsored by them. Because <laughs> then we would have to advertise it by talking exactly. about it at least right. five times an episode. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. All right, then. Well, guys, I think we got a pretty good thing here. Hopefully we didn't confuse anyone. Uh, we gave uh, enough uh, Brandon stories, Jim stories, and uh, the breakdown into hardware for you to to look out. And oh yeah, one of the things we wanted to talk about uh, monitors. So yeah, they don't matter. Okay, yeah. get get at least a thousand P's. You should get more, but as much refresh rate as you can. Ten eighty P's. Ten eighty P's. Yeah, yep. at least a thousand P's. Don't get four K. So it's uh, a waste of space or eyes for that matter. And uh, so I will I will do a quick thing since you mentioned eye strain. Um, there is more to gaming than just your physical hardware. You, uh, as we're getting older, like, oh man, you know, my carpal tunnel and my RSI is getting away. Make sure my you have ass a good. Is killing me. Yeah, uh, you know. Make sure you dude, got a good chair, a yeah, good monitor set up. Get a good chair, get and a good monitor set up, and yeah, and you're comfortable. So, yep, absolutely. And All right. get up every once in a while and stretch. If you're really smart, yeah, get definitely get up once in a while and stretch. If you're really smart, you'll also have some refreshments close to you because you don't want to get dehydrated oh yeah yes. absolutely get yourself a uh, a wine fridge or uh, a beer keezer and uh jake yes that's jake that's jake's policy yeah mm-hmm. just reach over open the fridge get out your whatever and uh get yeah. to gaming yep i would actually put the fridge a little bit further away so you get that stretch and everything like that definitely right, stand up at least once an hour or er- uh, yeah. yes and and if you if it starts to hurt Stop playing with it. <laughs> Stop playing with your computer. Seriously, uh, because carpal tunnel is not something to mess with. And as we get older and our lower backs start going, hey, I, I don't want to work as well as I used to. You definitely want to look at doing some stretches and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, guys. Uh, it's time for me to get the Ben Gay on. And I will. I'll see you next week. Thanks, everyone.
in a world where this game will rock your socks off. In a world where there's not enough blood and not enough bacon. Get ready for Blood and Bacon. Blood and Bacon 2. More Baconer. This game sucks. Don't buy.